0: tech talk listeners hey how you going you are listening to a tech talk first this is a tech talk bonus episode yep typically our bonus episodes are taken from things that i tech tim forgot to include in the episodes and then usually tech ted says hey where's that thing and i Mm, have to go back mm -hmm, and find mm -hmm. the heart it's a whole thing and it's it's a source of a lot of anxiety and embarrassment for me but this is a bona fide Bonus. This is something we are recording just for our uh, devoted 10 times more important listeners. Yes. If we had a Patreon, this would be the kind of content you would be getting on the Patreon. However, the Patreon is still not... Well, progress has been made. It does exist in some form, but I don't know the link. Yes, yeah. So it's out there, and we're getting closer to solving the case. But for now, um, this is just a teaser of the kind of bonus content that's going to be coming out once the Patreon is set up and once we get it approved from the people over at Podstore.
1: Yeah, so if you're in the Firewire tier of Patreon, not the uh, Thunderbolt tier, uh, you'll have access to information like this. This is a teaser. It's just to get you excited.
0: And a thank you to those of you who have continued listening, even as I know some people have jumped ship and decided to howl at the moon and transform into dirty dogs. And it's not about a contest between the two podcasts, but those things do matter, and we are keeping track. Yeah, Uh, and if you're part of the dog
1: squad, um, get lost. Tech Ted,
0: what are we talking about today on this bonus
1: episode? Today we're going to be talking about techifying movies. Yes.
0: Fun little fact since this is bonus content, I don't usually like to say too much about our personal lives, but um, Tech Ted and I first bonded over movies. I remember uh, mm-hmm. it was at, this is back at the Radio Shack when the Radio Shack was still there. Yeah. It was our friend Truman who uh, introduced P. the two of us. RIP. Yeah. Rest in peace, Truman. Uh, Mrs. Truman. Again, condolences. Very sorry. And I remember we were talking and Truman was saying, you know, my friend Tim here, that was me, has the biggest DVD collection I've ever seen. And Ted, you were there, and we we had kind of seen each other across the... Radio yeah. Shack. I think we'd made yeah. eye contact a few times. Or We had maybe both reached for the same RCA adapter. Yeah, um, yeah.
1: Regulars recognize regulars.
0: But we had never uh, really talked. But then I remember you spoke up when he said that I had the biggest DVD collection. You said, uh, you must not have been to my house.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And it was kind of a tense moment. Like hmm. when, when someone insults the Don of the Mafia family and everyone's like, Oh yeah, is this yeah. gonna turn into a brawl or
1: Yeah, but... you can hear the the scraping of the grappa. Uh, glasses,
0: but Truman laughed and I laughed and, and we kind of became friends from there. Um, and I remember when we finally counted it up, I did have, I think it was like three more DVDs than you. You did,
1: you did, and and I and I I doffed my cap to you in that moment. And I think it was after that when we we I took the samurai swords down and we we hacked up some lettuce in the backyard. I think that was yeah. when it really was, yeah. was really cemented.
0: <laughs> All that to say that Tech Ted and I do consider ourselves cinephiles. Yes. And Ted, why don't you get the ball rolling? All right. Well, um,
1: last night in this house, we watched the movie The Edge featuring Alec Baldwin and Hannibal Lecter lost out in the wilderness trying to get Mm. back. It's got. Are some, they
0: they're both dads, or who's are is either or what's the dad situation? I'm.
1: It's unfortunately it's it's quite ambiguous. It's it's really not known hate, whether they, they are or up they're. To not. Imagination.
0: It's yeah. hard for me to know how I'm supposed to feel about the character. But okay, let's let's say the, the good the good one might be a dad. The bad one might not be a dad.
1: Yes. Well, Alec Baldwin plays a dirty dog cheat, and uh, Hannibal Lecter plays a a billionaire who's really smart and knows how to survive in the wilderness. Mm. Now, it just got me thinking, you know, it was a time in the 90s where people were brave enough to show billionaires as heroes.
0: That's such a good point.
1: A lot of my heroes are billionaires, and I just think it's time for a sequel. And and if there were, I particularly imagine Elon.
0: Yes. I mean, and you hate to think of him out there in the woods so far away from his baby and, and wife lover but it could happen it um, could it could I, I could i can sort of imagine a moment like let's say the government red tape has become so intense elon you know finally just says just if you do i'm going to go to the woods yeah um and he goes out there and he immediately gets lost obviously yeah he doesn't spend much time in the woods because why would he he's a genius and then you know you, you'd think he'd be done for but of course he wouldn't be because his tech genius would apply in every situation
1: yeah exactly i i think Someone like Elon would find a way to, I don't know, you know, fish in a way that's like 90% more efficient than than, mm. I, than Inuits ever
0: could. It's it's so true that billionaires yeah. are the most abused class of people in America today, I think. Yeah. And, and ironically, or maybe even not ironically, they also provide the most for us. And of course, you know, I mean, a father who loves his son in all the right ways is often the father that the son will call an SOB or put jam in his in his fedora or whatever happens.
1: Yeah, and, and I think, you know, you're making a beautiful point here, which is that the billionaires of America are the dads of America.
0: Oh my gosh, this is all clicking for me. Because yeah. Because why do people hate billionaires so much? I log onto the internet and it's just overwhelming the amount of hatred there is for billionaires. And I've never got it. I've never understood a single part of yeah. it. And it, now it makes sense because who else likes to hate someone for no reason. Sons. Yeah. They don't like that daddy's telling them to wash their hands. They don't like that daddy's telling them to wear a mask. They don't like that daddy's taking all the money and keeping it for himself. But of course, that's father's right. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think this is interesting about that movie, The Egg, because, you know, the question is, could it be made now? Would a billionaire like Elon, for instance, even Jeff Bezos? Yeah. Would Americans be able to go and support a billionaire who's doing his or her best to be the best or would they just be so committed to tearing them down
1: i don't know and see what's so brilliant about the movie the egg is that it shows billionaires defeating bears and right. it sh- it's, it says if you they're smarter because they know markets and because they're genius level billionaires they're really they're also really good at sharpening sticks and killing killing grizz
0: billionaires are the most well-rounded people you know you don't get to the top rung of the ladder by hopping up 15 feet into the air unless you're a Spider-Man. You start at the beginning. So let's say you are a billionaire and you know how to make a billion dollars selling some kind of good software that lets you put your credit card information better on a website or something. You didn't just jump from the cradle to that. You started out by learning to walk, learning to speak, learning to sharpen sticks, learning to bake bread, learning to drive a car, learning to work in a factory, learning to be a teacher, learning to be a governor, learning to be the president, and then eventually you become you know, smart enough to be a billionaire. Right, because they're the final evolution. In
1: Pokemon sense, they're the Mewtwo.
0: Okay, so the egg, uh, five stars, not a lot of tech, not very clear messaging on dads, but sounds like there's at least some good uh, billionaire representation presentation which we uh, stand behind now as two movies that are bona fide tech hits one of my absolute favorites the RoboCop oh yeah a cool movie that Corey made me watch once and I didn't want to because I was worried that it was going to be one of his pranks but it was actually very cool and Before You Worry it was the PG version. Mm-hmm. So there was none of the nasty stuff, just the tech. And The RoboCop is a cool movie about a not-so-distant future when some cool people want to build an exciting new hotel but they can't do it because there are a lot of uh, presumably pc using junkies and drug heads and criminals mm-hmm. so they need the cops to solve the problem but here's the problem the cops have a lot of tech but they are not tech mm-hmm. so they create a the robocop and the robocop is this cool guy who lives the dream we all want which is to have a computer put into our heads and to be turned into a computer mostly and he doesn't have any feelings, any memories. He is free. And he just gets to go about his day doing cool cop stuff and taking out bad guys. And it's a bittersweet movie because you get to the end of it and it's, you do have to go back to real life. And you, no matter how much you poke your skin with a pen or a, a knife... You're still flesh and bones. You can't be a mm. RoboCop, but it, I think it's one of those movies that helps us envision a world that says "What if?" And I give it five
1: stars. I mean, other uh, other big, big, beautiful men who are strapped into some heavy tech. You you mm. cannot discount Tony Stark and oh, the you know Iron Man series.
0: You know we had to do it, you folks. Know we had to. Iron Man, a turning point for film, an actual turning point.
1: Yeah, it deserves more than an Oscar. It it deserves like a like two of them stuck together.
0: Yeah, the way that you took two iPhones at, and and had like double-sided tape and had them together to sort of to imitate what a like an iPhone XXL would look like.
1: Yeah, that um, with Oscars.
0: And it would work. I mean, yours worked well for what it was, but I just think they got so hot.
1: Yeah. Well, look, if you make the make the connection right, I think two Oscars would would look good
0: i think there's a real trajectory you can trace from iron man 2008 Uh, i think you can walk that line right back to flubber 1997
1: yeah absolutely
0: flubber a movie about a man who is a clown who works in hospitals to help children who are dying he laughs at them And then he has an idea, what if I invented some kind of goo that could... Goo
1: that did the job for me.
0: Yeah, and and he has a little robot that flies around that he is in love with. I mean, mean, the implication is that he's in love with it, I think. Yeah. That is, for me, one of those movies that occupies an interesting space where the movie was as good as my experience seeing it with Corey was bad. He pitched such a fit. Dad, Mm -hmm. there isn't even a midnight showing. You know, I have school tomorrow. I can't stay up this late. Yeah. and There's no one else in line. We could just see it tomorrow. Uh, Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. But Flubber was so good. In my memories of it, he's not even there.
1: It's a beautiful imagining of how science and tech can give you. You can make your own friend. And I
0: think that the Flubber flying sort of girlfriend robot sets up the concept of Tony Stark's romantic relationship with the robot in his suit
1: well you know i you know how i feel about beautiful tech voices uh yeah, like yes siri I mean, siri i spent a bit Siri's of time ears are thanking siri for her various uh her various tasks she completes siri is Look, I'm blushing not gonna, yeah they make them they design it like this you know like there's there's a plan there's a
0: i hold on I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna do hey siri do you like tech ted what'd she say she said which phone number should i use no she's funny that uh, way. yeah
1: she out. wow she's a fickle mistress
0: but of course in all of this there's a holy grail of tech and dads it is the intersection of all good things in movies drum roll please is that
1: is that me am I I, supposed uh, to, uh, this is what i, where I you talk say, about say
0: say honey that shunk i shunk the kids uh, yeah, uh, oh, i get i'm sorry i texted you earlier and said i was gonna set it up
1: set it up again.
0: Okay. Um but um uh, I completely lost my uh, my 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 flow you can do okay, it. Okay. Uh one sec, one sec. Uh, but of course, the f- number one film that ties tech and dads Honey, together the children. Uh sorry everyone. Um this is this is like our 10th time trying to record this episode. We have been doing it pretty I'm much sorry, man. every day and sometimes two times a day for the last week. It's okay. There's a lot of pressure uh, as our listener base grows or you know, decreases yeah. as the case may be. Uh, there's a lot of pressure to perform.
1: Yeah, when the when it does decrease, it means that the people who stay uh, gain the potency of those who have well, left, which makes the scariest
0: them... shows for a comedian yeah. or a musician to do is the ones with the fewest people in the audience. Yeah, because you can really look at each of them and you can really see specifically why they're not having a good time.
1: Yeah, yeah, and we, I mean, it's like I can see in the whites of 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 their eyes. You know, yeah, the four people who are listening right now, I, I. I
0: I see them. It's easier when you don't have to think of the listeners as people, in yeah. my experience. Like when I just yeah. think of them as numbers, it's a lot easier to do what we have to do. Yeah. And as soon as I start thinking about them as people with families even and names. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and it. Uh, and, and this is just actually a, a general note for listeners. Please stop leaving us reviews Stop rating and subscribing us. The more you do that, the more of a person you seem like to yeah. us, and that makes it really hard. It's
1: really bad for the algorithm, too. If you if you subscribe or review any of our podcasts on any platforms, it actually has the opposite effect. It, it yeah. pushes us down the charts.
0: Yeah, it throws the algorithm all out of whack. Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's just try to shake it off. Let's shake it off. Imagine uh, that they they don't even exist.
1: They don't exist. They don't. They're okay, not listening so, to me. They're not listening to my voice. Okay, no. I, I'm ready. I'm ready for. I'm ready to go okay, back. Here to we what go. We All were right. trying to do. Okay. Okay. Here
0: we go. One, um, two, three, four. And of course, the number one movie that features tech and dads and is an all-time great movie. Drum roll, please.
1: Well, it's definitely it's Honey, I Shrunk the the, the kids.
0: That was great. That was perfect. That's right.
1: Yeah. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids is, is a wonderful movie that centers dadness.
0: And real dadness, too. Rick Moranginus yeah, looks like a dad.
1: Sort of a beautiful dad, you know. His his dadness is celebrated and, and, and I don't mind saying sexualized. Yeah. You'll notice the beautiful, calm angles of his face and the smooth yeah. quality that they've rendered his skin with. I mean, part of it's the celluloid they use, but his... Yeah. His quality as a dad is 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 rendered
0: in beauty. Well, it is Hollywood, and so you can't blame them for having to make him look a little unrealistic. That you know, they had to make him look thin and as kind of as strong um, mm-hmm. and sculpted in that way. And that's you know, th- I think people know that's not a hundred percent realistic. I've I don't feel like that has made my life. So much more difficult.
1: Oh, I mean, Um, you know, I mean, not everyone in the street is, is the cast of Jumanji.
0: No, that's a good point. And I think that even though they kind of had to go with an unrealistic physical image, they did that in the service of an idealized dad in other ways. So he cares about tech. He cares about his family, even though, as I recall, they're all a bunch of ingrates. Yeah. And when he accidentally shrinks the kids... Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a little bit of wish fulfillment. Let's dads do not see this movie with your kids because you're going to be spending the whole time looking at them, th- imagining if they were shrunk.
1: That's true. That's true. I mean, you could. There's an alternate reading of this movie that is he shrunk them on purpose just to get a a moment of peace and quiet. You know what I mean?
0: Just to yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to have some alone time. Like yeah. oh, oh oh you're oh, so small. Ooh, I, I can you talking to mannequins. Okay. So I'm flushing yeah. down the toilet. just yeah. kidding. Just Bye. kidding. And the sad part is that the movie was so good, it was so revolutionary in its depiction mm-hmm. of an unabashed dad, a tech dad, they unfortunately just completely undid all their work with the, with the miserable sequels. Yeah. Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, the second film, is completely unrealistic and unoriginal. Yeah. It's just about this big, stupid baby, and especially heinous is honey we shrunk ourselves yeah and this is really where you see hollywood's ideas of dads come to fruition because it's like okay the first one the dad is powerful the dad shrinks the kids because that's his right yeah and in the third one it's like well how do we cash in on this of course of course you have to shrink the dad the most demeaning thing you can do.
1: Yeah, it really is. It's the final victory of the non dad agenda.
0: Yeah. It, oh gosh. Yeah. And and we really shouldn't go so ne- too negative because you never know if if any Hollywood people are listening. I would love for them to buy some of our movie ideas. Yeah. True.
1: True. I mean, are you you still working on Army of One?
0: Yeah. Or just us dads? I I mean, I sent it to cousin Josh and he had some good legal notes about like n- I shouldn't use names of real people apparently in the script for legal reasons. So that was really really good feedback and i had to do quite a bit of rewriting after that Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and i gave a copy to grady outside the best buy and he was really excited to read it so i'm going to be getting some notes back from him soon so yeah i'm I'm still in the still in the works Um, i'm really excited for you man those are some of our movies with good renditions of tech and i i kind of want to throw a curveball out there ted Uh, tell me some of your tech movies that that just don't do it for you
1: Uh, Number one, the matrix. Uh, I was gonna
0: say the same thing. I was gonna say the same thing. Really? I don't get it. Actually, I just don't don't get get it either.
1: You tell me what you don't get and I'll tell you what I don't get. Uh, Okay, number one thing I don't get, all of it. I don't understand any of it. I don't understand what I'm looking at.
0: It's really, yeah. And that could have been an easy fix just have a text scroll like they have in the star Wars movies Ugh, where it everything. opens and it says the year is uh, 2035. There is a thing called the matrix. It's like a big computer and there's a guy named Neo and he doesn't know that he's in the computer, but he is and then he gets out and then he defeats all the bad guys. Yeah. Just say it up front and then there's no wondering. Yeah. What I don't get is who in their right mind would choose to not live in the computer.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you know? it kind of lost me way before that, but it really lost me at that point.
0: Right, because they show him that he lives in the computer. It's awesome. He has cool clothes. He goes to cool parties. And then he wakes up. He's in a disgusting gel bubble egg bath. And yeah. then he has to go in this ship, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, er, excuse me, back to the computer. Seriously. And I also don't know. I mean, so are all the people on the ship, like, are they all... Is I he think,
1: imagining them? Yeah, I think they're in another computer, but oh, a worse gosh. one.
0: Right, an old PC, almost certainly. And meanwhile, the Matrix is this sweet updated Mac. That's exactly it. It's like
1: the Matrix is like, oh, I'm, I'm in a beautiful iOS. Yeah. I take the blue pill and suddenly I wake up in Linux
0: yeah, and you have to get a big needle put in your head to use any programs.
1: Yeah, and that everyone who was beautiful before now just looks like dirty, filth, dirty yeah. hobos.
0: <sighs> it's, it stinks. And I, the second and the third one were pretty good.
1: They were great. They were much better. Uh,
0: and I could follow them a lot better. But the first one is just, and, and you know, and I love key for sutherland i loved bram Stoker's dracula yeah i thought he was amazing in that
1: i like speed Yeah, speed was really He's cool. great in that
0: well speed actually transitions to another thing that i want to talk about here uh, maybe and then we'll wrap it up because this is just a bonus episode it's not a full episode so we can't give people too much yeah let's talk movies that could have used more tech and i think speed's a great one to start on speed for sure could have used more tech iphone no speed yep seriously they just have, i mean it's it's over movies over everyone yep. go home no one gets hurt that lady doesn't get run over. Yeah. They even go into the very first scene of, of Speed where Kiefer is there with his friend from Full House and they're trying to catch the guy who looks kinda like Joe Biden who's in the elevator. Yeah. If the Joe Biden guy had find my friends turned on on his iPhone, they would just know where he was.
1: Yeah, it's exactly. Wouldn't need to shoot the hostage. Um, all done. So
0: yeah, that's one. What's one for you?
1: Sarah occasionally watches these um I guess I'd call them bonnet movies like Bond movies, no bonnet movies like uh, like uh, Northanger's Abbeys and and the Prides of Prejudice, sure, the Cliffs of Heathcliff, and um, they kill me. I mean, they just they just kill me, and I just think this whole movie would be just be so much better if these people could talk on a phone or anything. Besides oh, the anything, boring at all. candles.
0: You, you imagine what would happen if, like, the characters in those movies had, like, gosh, I don't even know, a GoPro. Yeah. I got one for you. Um, one of Grace's favorite movies that I had feel like I had to watch a million times Stand By Me. Oh, yeah for sure. Classic movie destroyed by lack of tech. Stand By Me, for those of you who haven't seen it, oh gosh, lucky you. Stand By Me is this god-awful movie about a kid who lives in a small, boring, terrible town, uh, like many of us worked very hard to get out of, and he and his friends were so bored because they don't have tech, they take a long walk to find a dead body and nothing happens, and it's just a great example of what life was like before tech. Mm. None of these kids would have to be wasting their time taking this long walk and getting wet if they just had, like, a Game Boy or something to do.
1: Yeah, or back to your thing of a uh, GoPro. I mean, it would just change the whole angle on everything.
0: Or, I mean, here's the other thing that I would, what I would personally, as, as kind of a novice screenwriter, what I would change about Stand By Me. The whole walk to the body should be the first five minutes in the movie. Mm-hmm. It should be, bam, there's a body. Uh, These kids found out about it. They want to go there. They get there. And then you have all this time to explore what happens. Like maybe the body, they take it back, and the body is a cop. And they think, like, how great would this cop be if he also had robot powers? Mm -hmm. And they could turn him into, oh, wait a minute, that's RoboCop. There's only so many stories in the world, I realize. Yeah, yeah, they say that there's Uh,
1: only a few, and one of them is RoboCop.
0: And the last thing I'll say about Stand By Me is that it's just riddled with plot holes. I mean, at the end, you have absolutely no idea how he grows up to be the scientist from Jaws. So, bad movie, it stinks, one star yeah what's what's your last uh, movie that
1: would be improved well, by well i'd tech? probably circle back to um the egg featuring alec baldwin and and uh, yep. hannibal lecter you see right. they you know part of the problem is their small airplane gets hit by a flock of um geese landing it in uh, the middle of nowhere now if they had mm. some form of geese tracker beforehand swerve get out of the way different movie we could go back we could watch Hannibal Lecter go back to his tech company and and get the stocks up
0: and uh, Alec Baldwin could go back to doing whatever it is he does doing his cool podcast I'm the thing yeah I actually have one last one one last movie that I think could be benefit from more tech and this one's going to surprise you yeah okay I'm ready Iron
1: Man yeah, you're right. That came out of nowhere. Um, it's
0: a tech-heavy movie, but
1: I, it needs more tech. Okay, so if you're going to throw out big claims like that, that um, uh, the look, almost not, perfect not, uh, movie needs something to be more perfect, then you're going to have to really justify this to me.
0: Look, what is better than Wi-Fi 5, Wi-Fi 6? What is better than iOS 13, iOS 14? What is better than a little, a lot? It's really simple take all the tech in Iron Man, crank the dial up. The mech suit should be bigger. Yeah. It should be stronger. There's a whole big parts of Iron Man where the tech lets him down and it just shouldn't. The core in his chest shouldn't ever go out. Yeah. The tech suit should be built faster and it should be invincible and nothing should ever, ever threaten it. Yeah. When he kills the Middle Eastern men with the rockets, he should kill more of them. Yeah. I, I,
1: you know, you've convinced me.
0: I mean, and the real failure of the techiness of Iron Man is evident in the fact that there. are are sequels i mean if iron man had the right amount of tech there would be no need for iron man 2 or iron man 3 certainly none of the avengers movies because iron man would use his tech and that would be it and the other avengers would say wow we have powers but we don't have tech like you we don't have the spirit of a dad i mean none of us even hawkman is is a dad but he i think i mean look you have to sort of imagine if tony stark were able to consummate his relationship with his suit you, you know that his the the, the 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 kind of um child man robot that would would result if, look, i mean what i what i'm saying is there's the, there's only one bible because god the, the word was god said the word and the word was good and so if i don't know why there'd be an iron i, I um, i'm um sorry i need to take a breath Well, this has been a great movie roundup. Um, Yeah, sorry, I don't mean to get all worked up about it. I just, I spend, especially now that everyone's gone, I spend so much time thinking about Iron Man. It's a comforting world to live in. So this has been uh, the Tech Talk movie roundup. And um, if you have any movies that you think have good tech in them, you should uh, send them to us and we will maybe do it for the next one.
1: Yeah, uh, we're happy to review your tech adjacent movies or movies that you think could be improved with tech.
0: All right, Ted, I think that is all the time we have for today. Let's not give them too much. Always keep them wanting more. That's right. And if any other podcast runs a
1: a segment like this in the future to do with movies and tech, you'll know who did it first. Copyrighted. And they're sued. And you're sued for listening to it.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, we we don't want to do it, so just don't make us do it. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, everyone. All righty. Ciao. Bye. Bye.